0: From KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara and from at Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Friday, June 17th. It's been a complicated Pride Month. June is usually reserved for celebrations in honor of the LGBTQ community, but recent incidents of hate aimed at them with threats to retract or block their rights have stifled some cheers across the country. And while seen as more progressive, the Bay Area has proved to not be immune. Just last week, Kyle Chu, whose drag name is Panda Dulce, was reading to a group of preschoolers at the San Lorenzo Library for Drag Queen's Story Hour when a group of men affiliated with the far-right Proud Boys interrupted the event, shouting homophobic and transphobic slurs to Panda and the kids. The Alameda County Sheriff's Office is now investigating the incident as a hate crime, but it has since sent jolts across the country, with similar events being canceled in fear of retaliation. So, yeah, Pride Month has had its ups and downs this year, and it's only halfway over. But one queen says it's time to strategize.
1: But we will not be denied our joy, and we will not have you deny children their joy.
0: Meet Beatrice Thomas
1: a.k.a. Mix Black Benatar. I am a drag performer, a creative producer, a cultural strategist, and I am the president of the Drag Queen Story Hour HQ National Board.
0: Pronouns are they theirs. I got the chance to speak with them about why people seem to love drag so much, what lessons they think people can learn from drag queens, and how the organization plans to move forward from this can you break it down for me? What is Drag Queen Story Hour? What do you do?
1: Drag Queen Story Hour National HQ, we are a global network of chapters of individual Drag Queen Story Hours in different locales. And our collective mission is to uh, read stories to children and demonstrate the glamorous possibilities of of growing up, of 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 your imagination, the glamorous possibilities that await you in life. We're here to to inspire, open up uh, ideas, get kids in touch with self-expression, and also get them familiar with how to operate in difference, so that they can be successful in college and beyond. Because when you are able to really engage in a in a mixed open uh, group your, um, your skills for, for achievement just, well, they increased tenfold.
0: Do you remember the first time that you experienced drag? And do you remember like what that moment sort of meant to you?
1: I would say, I can't remember the first time I experienced drag, but I will also say that I grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. And so John Waters It's a huge influence on me. I studied film because of him so many years ago. And I think it is probably through John Waters films that I became absolutely in love with with the full legacy and richness of drag as a cultural tradition. I didn't know it then, but John Waters used all kinds of drag queens and drag performers and drag kings and and. Drag, drag everyone's in those films. So I, I think that John Waters would be the best roadmap that I, I I had and that I remember.
0: And when I asked Beatrice about the books that they read, uh, including lessons about self-expression, compassion, acceptance, and even about gender fluidity, they set the record straight.
1: Well, and I would say that like self-expression. And I I don't know if we even teach a lot about gender fluidity. We Mm -hmm. do read books that are sort of representative of everybody we pull in. But I think that uh, there is this idea that we're out here teaching gender, right? But we, there are, there are actual educators who teach children about these things. We're here we're sharing stories and we're offering really practical insights on how to engage with kids around these things. So so we're I w- I would say we're here demonstrating the possibilities that are uh, available to kids from personality to gender.
0: You know, what are some of the things that parents and kids have said to you after the story time or during that have really just that you've held on to?
1: What I have seen is parents and grandparents and uh, relatives of kids that are not of a non-binary expression. I have seen them meet each other at these events. And so forming communities share, like that's a very special and unique similarity that you share. And it's really important for parents to have peers. I've also been told by single parents that, like, as a single parent, having somewhere that they can go with their kid that 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 both nourishes them and gives them a feeling of you know something that they can share together with their kids this is about intergenerational programming, right? Um, and and they're like, you know, it's fantastic. I've heard from parents who are they're like, we just moved here. We we want a community of parents that reflect our values and they're like I can go to a drag queen story hour event and I can make I can safely make some assumptions and make connections. So so we create a community. I mean, I think that's like really super important to highlight about what what I see when I when I experience that hmm. every time I experience that, I realize how vital this work is for families.
0: What is it about drag that gets people so excited?
1: It is fantastic. It mm. is a spectacle. <laughs> there, you know, humans love spectacle. It is. It is a part of the, our human experience is to be able to experience awe and wonder. And we crave those experiences of awe and wonder. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you have stared into an impossibly sequined gown, but it is full of awe and wonder. It's both like, I wonder how, I wonder what, I wonder all of these things. But- it's like staring
0: into a butterfly. Or staring at a butterfly's wings, you know?
1: Absolutely. So I I really think that what drag brings is it brings an escape. It brings something to witness and to surrender yourself to, to wonder, how do you look like that? How, 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 where did you come from? You know, what do your parents look like? (laughs) Questions that kids have, you know what I mean? They're like, do you have any? siblings. (laughs) (laughs) Siblings, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. In fact, I do. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I think that that is also there. The escapism is that we look at television and movies so that we can step into other people's experiences for a little bit of time. Podcasts, all our storytelling mechanisms, right? Mm-hmm. And so, a drag performance is an opportunity to to passively experience uh, just a little bit of that kind of fabulosity. It's, it's something that um, you can gape at without even ha- having to close your mouth and pretend, right? It invites children and adults, to open themselves up to not pretending and to be in their authentic selves, right? And just experience beyond the fact that it's just like pure comedic theater. It's clowning. It's, it's all of the, all of those you know, things. Someone's doing all the work for you, right? You, you, know, you don't, you know, really sit back and relax. I think you'd asked about devices that I bring from the drag stage into the library or the school. I think that what we bring is engagement. So the drag stage, there's a lot of engagement, engaging the audience. We're engaging them in numbers. We're engaging them with music. We're engaging like colors, colors, dance smooth. So when a drag queen, you know, is reading a book, it's like, what color is that? Oh, I love that. Do you Mm -hmm. love that? Who, who, who sees a color they love here? Okay. If you see a color, raise your hand, right? Like there is, this, um, invitation to engage and invitation, uh, Harris, uh, Kornstein, AKA little miss hot mess is also a scholar of drag pedagogy and, and Harper Keenan is their, their sort of partner in crime. They've given us language to say what we're doing. And, and part of it is encouraging positive defiance, mm-hmm. positive wonder. Po- you know, we're, we're inviting kids to ask questions. We're inviting parents to ask questions. We're also in being a uh, conduit between parents and kids broaching a conversation. A book is a wonderful way to broach a conversation, which is why it's like, are we teaching gender? Absolutely not.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. You
1: don't teach gender. There's no gender agenda. You don't do that with children. You, you allow children to experience the full measure of their authentic expression and to let them navigate to where they need to land. Mm-hmm. But as a supportive, loving, blanketed community that is open and inclusive to all children, uh, we must provide as many opportunities for them to see and experience what it could be, right? Whether Mm -hmm. it's a drag queen princess or a drag queen rainbow or, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're just, we're just a gateway to, to, to making, if you want to be a plumber, We just ask that you do it authentically and Mm -hmm. and make it fabulous, whatever that means to you. We just want to open these kids up to be the best human and community member and, and global citizen that they can be.
0: Republican legislators in Florida, Arizona, Texas, and other states in the past few weeks have been making very public efforts at trying to ban minors from attending drag events, with their supporters spreading misinformation all over social media. Adding this to years of tax on gay and queer rights, advocates and activists are reminding everyone that Pride actually started as a riot, the Stonewall Uprising to be exact, in reaction to police continually raiding the Stonewall Inn, a gay club in New York City over 50 years ago. And while some corporations have co-opted Pride Month for the commercial appeal, it still is, and always will be, about reminding people that the work isn't over yet.
1: I don't think anyone in Drag Queen Story Hour thought that we were farther along than we were. And I think my personal understanding of these things, I'm like, are we, are we really stepping back? Or are things getting a little too close or are it's the power of the people? And I don't mean this just around LGBTQ issues. I I, I mean this around all of the the issues that are coming to the table right now. I don't think we would be having this conversation around gun control if things had not changed. None of us got involved in reading to children to be harassed by people, rando Calrissians. (laughs) Um, But we... As a uh, queer-centered, inclusive community, as a queer-inclusive organization, uh, as a BIPOC uh, and queer-centered, centered uh, centered around equity for queer and BIPOC folks, we we I don't think any of us thought the work was done done or that um, I just I just we were we are always aware. People are always harassing drag queens, which yeah. I'm like, do clowns get as much harassment as drag queens because come on, I need like clowns, we need to get together because yeah. your sisterhood and in her, drag solidarity. Yeah, your siblings over here in the drag uh, queen and king and in between community is we, we're we're having some some experiences that I think we should all rally around. But um but i i do think so we have always been thinking about digital security right digital mm-hmm. security and I, certainly during the pandemic digital 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 it's just important to remember this is a grassroots organization it's important to highlight that we are in a labor of love heart and commitment we don't get we don't we don't get government dollars it, we are largely supported by the people, the communities, the parents, the educators, the librarians, the people who believe in our mission, and 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 sometimes out of our own pockets. So, I think I wanted I want to wanted to just sort of like level set in terms of w- what kind of preparations we we can do, like or what kind of what we we have to be thinking about both a singular person. And then for larger public events, right? So it's it's a, we're learning. We are learning as fast as we can. That's what yeah. sure. we just had a safety meeting uh, with the anti-violence project last night to try to tool our uh, coordinators and, and storytellers up. Every day, people of color, queer people, marginalized people, disabled people have to, who, to fight for the ability to have joy. We have to fight for our joy until we are not fighting for our joy. And for disabled people, it's just getting into a room sometimes, mm-hmm. getting into a space. There's a fight. We're trying to have these lives just like everybody else. So I I, I think we know the work's not done because we experience, we experience our joy under duress because we have to fight. When we get to take uh, for granted just the access and and um safety and ease of just being here in in the world then 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 i think we're ready to have that conversation but right now you know if if there's a i know that there is a a a sort of global majority yeah. that understands uh that we are we're still working but we will not be denied our joy and we will not have you deny children their joy
0: What then is next for Drag Queen Story Hour? All eyes are sort of on you right now and what you do from here on out. So, you know, what happens next?
1: Ooh, all eyes on us. I will say this. If all eyes are on us, then please send us your donations. Give us your name. Like, I would love to find someone who would help us partner with ally organizations so we can create a community blanket of safety marshals so that the space can be uh, maintained for our child and parent participants. Is, Is there someone out there who wants to do volunteer coordination for the Bay Area chapter? Is there someone who wants to help me in the Bay Area do a drive to start, Chapters in Richmond, San Lorenzo, the more chapters we have, the more we can uh, provide the programming and have have support to respond. We are making decisions and creating safety plans together, and we are standing gorgeous and glamorous (laughs) in our defiance of terrorism. That is what's next. What's next is what we're doing better, safer, and, and, and more because it's clearly working, right? Our kids are grow are they're, they're experiencing this themselves, they're finding themselves. If you talk to our youth, it was not youth who came to terrorize the library uh, kids and parents. Right. It was it wasn't our our youth are active. They want change. They are seeking it. And so if anything, what's next for me is like is assembling a youth council to help inform the direction that we need to go in. Right. It's more voices. It's it's more uh parent voices, right? We have our values. So if if people believe in our values and we're ready to, to, to work together because we can transform it, this world. We, you know, like what joy we have carved out for ourselves and we put it together, you know, it looks really good. <laughs> my, my, um, people who are inclusive and, and lead with love are fantastic people to be around, you know? So I, I, I believe that things are changing. I simply think that this is what change looks like. I also wanna acknowledge that hurt people hurt people. So I don't want to get away from the fact that when you have people who are willing to create terror to children and parents, there is is a need that is not being met in that community. And so I wanna know what my uh, politicians, leaders, government officials are doing to address those needs right? This is, this is a group effort. Yeah. Right. And everyone deserves healing and love and care. I truly believe it. I'm That's like, come so to story. I was, let me read to you. <laughs> <laughs> let me just read this book to you. You're going to feel all better. I promise. <laughs> yeah. just, here's, a, here's a whoopee and a, and a pillow and a little <laughs> like, you know, yeah. just like want to give them a bedtime story, you know? Yeah. Yeah, moving forward with with
0: love and uh understanding. As is the drag queen way.
1: As is the way. Okay. I mm-hmm. mean, with like full glamour. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah with eyelashes. PM look, y'all is a PM look. <laughs> <laughs> We're serving it with sequins. Okay. <laughs> like
0: Well, thank you so much, Beatrice Thomas, Black Benatar mm-hmm. from the Drag Queen Story Hour. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it
1: appreciate you. Thank you so much, Mallory.
0: Thank you. <laughs> New episodes are out every day and we'd love to be a part of your daily routine. Please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or just about anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also check us out on YouTube on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Mallory Samara from Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again next week.